Your Partner in Success Radio is a free business podcast with host Denise Griffiths. It's all about great stories, conversation, and context to help you move your business and life forward with actionable tips and advice from her guest experts. To listen and subscribe, just find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Welcome to your Partner in Success Radio. I'm your host, Denise Griffiths, and today I am joined by Tosin King-James, a proponent of using mind-body-spirit techniques to help individuals live a more conscious and creative life. A true renaissance man, Tosin King-James is a dramatist, a screenplay writer, and he is an experienced journalist, talk show host, and a producer. He began writing when he was 12. And he has had professional experiences in every genre of the literary arts. He distinguishes himself in college as a playwright and administrator, going on to work in radio, television, advertising, banking, and publishing. Busy man. In 2010, he gave up a regular lifestyle to spend seven years of solitude in remote places he calls the wilderness. And I'm going to ask about some of those experiences. So welcome to your Partner in Success Radio. James, it's good to have you here. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And happy Valentine's. It is Valentine's Day, isn't it? And, you know, I hope our audience yes, is. is having a great day with that. Listen, before we, we get going, tell our audience a bit about yourself. We were talking in my virtual green room just a few minutes ago, and you are originally from Nigeria, but you, of course, live in America now. And you've you've done some very interesting things. So give us a little snapshot of you. Oh, well, it's a little bit difficult, you know, when you have to talk about yourself, but but it's okay. I'll, I'll try my best. Um, originally from Lagos, Nigeria, you know, that is where I was born. That's where I was, that's where I grew up. And uh, I had the pleasure of um, having parents um, who were both very spiritually aware people, you know, so... Uh, I learned from them, I learned how to use dreams, how to use uh, vision, how to maximize my physical, emotional, and spiritual energies, and use it to enhance my performance in business, in school, in, in uh, personal, private life. So I, I, I'd say I'm blessed uh, to have had uh, those parents, that is a, is a big gift, you know, because when you have parents who uh, they know what life is all about, uh, not what people say life is all about. They have discovered it themselves, and they're able to pass it on to, to their children. I, I think I'm quite blessed. So uh, growing up, um, I learned that look, there are certain realities in this life beyond what our eyes can see and what our ears can hear, you know. So I began to exploit, to explore those realities, uh, basically the use of mind, body, spirit techniques. And it really helped me a lot. And you could see from the little bio of mine that you, you read out earlier, it looks as if, I mean, I could do almost anything. And that is what happens uh, if you're able to use these techniques, uh, techniques that I've uh, uh, itemized them in my in my book, and I'd like to talk about them a little bit more today. Sure, we'll get to that probably towards the end of the hour. We can definitely talk about that. And listen, you are speaking about things that I'm very aware of. Anybody these days, most people who are paying attention to self self care and you know, learning things that are, you know, we're not taught in school, no matter what school you're in. It just, these are things that we have learned as we grow, as we earn, you know, and I'm thinking about people like Tony Robbins teaches a lot of things that I watch, Mel Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. I have a lot of 
I guess I would call them mentors. They don't know it, but they are. Napoleon Hill. I love Napoleon Hill. And he talks about a lot of what you're speaking of. So this is not just coming out of the blue. I think as a people, we're becoming a lot more aware that we don't just get up, go to work, go home, complain, and then go to sleep. We are deeply creative if we're paying attention people and we need to really take advantage of that knowledge so thank you for being here thank you thank you Denise um, you're, you're right that there's so many there's this uh, I'll call it a reawakening okay because all of the things that we're talking about or that I'm talking about there's nothing new about them okay nothing you know but there was a time in those days especially if you look at the the, the classics you know, during the time of uh, the Greek civilization, the Roman civilization, uh, even the Jewish, the Indian, the Chinese, and even the Egyptian, and some other parts of Africa, and also, let me not forget the Aztecs and the Incas, you could see the Mayans, you know, you could see in those days, people were quite aware that, look, there are other realities to life than just what our five senses could perceive. And they were able to enhance those uh, skills they, they got from those realities or the older part of life, which they applied to this, what we call the material life. Okay, but after a while, it's like the world became a little bit too materialistic and we lost sight, okay? of all those beautiful things, great things that the people of those days, okay, in the past used. So, and that had, uh, I mean, given us a lot of problems, maybe more problems than we can handle. For instance, look at racism, look at, uh, 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 what's it called, discrimination against women, even in the workplace. You know, women are not being paid equal, uh, equally like men. Uh, look at a lot of, you know, issues that we are handling right now. And when you look at it, all of them boils down to one thing. And this is what I say, you know, to people, whether you're in the business environment or whatever. The most important resource in, in our life, whether it's business, it's politics, it's, it's romance, or whatever it is, entertainment, the most important resource is a human resource. Okay, the human being is the most important thing in all of life. Okay, but then the issue is this. Do we really know who this human or what this human is? Okay, but most, most, most of us are dogs. Okay, because the society, the way uh, our current civilization is structured, we are taught to look at ourselves as body, emotions, and mind, living out the most crucial part of us, which is spirit, okay? And that is, in the Greeks called that psyche, psyche. You know, psyche is a root word for psychology, psychotherapy, um, psychiatry, and, and the rest. It just means spirit, okay? Some people call it soul. S-O-U-L, you know. So the most important part of us is the psyche or spirit, okay? Not the body, the mind, and the emotions. Of course, the body, mind, and emotions are very important because we cannot do without them. It's just like a car, okay? A car has got the tires, it's got the engine, it's got um, the beautiful body that we can all see, but then the car cannot function on its own without the driver. Okay, the driver is the one who drives the car, and that is the psyche or soul or spirit. Okay, so the most important part of life, which is the human being, has been given less and less and less attention. The, I mean, in the last, let's say, 1,000 or even 2,000 years. So we need to get back to that point that our great-grandfathers and mothers were, that they were able to live their life with more happiness and love and joy, 
today is Valentine's Day, you see that most people are craving love. Okay, most people are unhappy. So why is it so? Even with all our technological advancement, it's because we have moved away from the center, which is the psyche, which is soul, which is spirit. And Psyche is not a new idea. She was a Greek goddess, ancient Greek goddess, I believe. <laughs> but this is not. This is nothing new. <laughs> so, but you're right. We no. did get. We did get away from it. It was. It's. Shoot, and you know, I've been guilty of that when I was in my younger days. I was busy, 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 busy. I was building. I was making money. I was trying to figure out what I was going to be when I grew up. Still working on that. Okay. And. <laughs> You're, you're right. We just we got away from thinking about what we're really doing, what we're really thinking, what we're really feeling. What do we do next with with our own spirit instead of just getting up, going to work, doing whatever we're going to do, and starting all over again the next day. And unfortunately, a lot of people have done that and continue to do that. And there, it's really sad. It's time to get back to personal development and. Get a really good idea of who you are, and more importantly, what you bring to the world. Yeah, yes, you're you're, you're right. It's it's good to and, and see when when I say um, the human being or the society, the word human means a lot to me, and I think it should mean a lot to everybody who is who is human. Okay, in the word human. You have two words that have been joined together. You have he, and then you have man. So when you put the two together, you have human. Most of us believe we understand the meaning of the second part of that word, man, okay? But most people don't know the meaning of the first part, okay? Actually, the, the, the first part, he, it means spirit or uh, the, the source of life, or psyche, or soul, or, or some people call it the creative energy, the creative fiat, okay? The other part, which is man, is basically the mind, the emotions, and the senses, okay? So to have a complete whole, you have spirit, and then mind, emotions, and the body. So all put together is what the human is. So, but we have been focusing more on man rather than he. So before maybe we get to the end of this uh, show, I would like to share uh, a technique with uh, our listeners on how to regain the, their originality. The, to go back to their resource, their source. And that means being able to harmonize between the you and the man so that we can be human. It sounds, I, I hope it doesn't sound strange, Dennis. No, I've never <laughs> heard it broken down like that, though. I just wrote it down. It's fascinating. Yes, uh, it's something that it's when, when I went into... Um, the solitude that I did, you know, which you, you mentioned a little bit about it earlier, I, I spent a lot of time in contemplation, in meditation, in, in, in uh, so many other techniques that I was practicing for a period of about seven years. And I discovered, hey, the real human, when we say human, why do we need to even say human? Why not say man or woman, you know? But then we say, I'm a human being. So what really is the origin of it? The origin of it is the hue and the man which was, came together to form what we are. Now, it's important to know what we are because I know you have, uh, this show has done a lot to help people to be able to perform optimally, especially in the business environment, okay? And I started by saying the most important resource in that business environment is not the money, it's not the machinery, you know, it's not all the beautiful ideas and concepts, it's a human being, okay? Without a human being, we don't have business, 
Without a human being, we don't have a society. Without a human being, we don't have nothing. Okay, we can have a lot of materials, but then we need the human being in the equation. So when we, we begin to understand who or rather what the human being is, and we're able to harmonize, okay, the you and the man, okay, then we, you see that in the business, the business environment will, will transform, okay? For instance, in creativity, okay, without creativity, there's nothing. This show, for instance, is a product of your creativity, okay? Because within you, you just, it came out from within you, from inside of you, from the psyche, that look, we can have a, a program that can be of help to people in the business environment and other areas of their life. So why don't we set up something that's going to bring the experts in one place so that the audience can be able to share? That is creativity. That creativity did not come from the mind, did not come from your emotions, did not come from the five senses. Originally, it came from the psyche of spirit, okay? So, which I say is a huge part of us, okay? So, creativity which is needed for any business at all comes from the spirit or soul or psyche. So, we must be, when the individual knows how to harmonize, the healed as the spirit part of themselves and the mind and emotions part of themselves, you see that creativity start happening. You see that love, happiness, joy begins to happen. In the business environment, we want to uh, execute certain projects. How do we do it? If the human being is not performing optimally, it, the project is going to fail or it's going to be done haphazardly. Okay, so the, the whole, uh, 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 what's it called? The whole drive, my drive, since I came out of the wilderness, is to tell us and show us, because telling is not enough. And that's why I developed a 21-day program, uh, which is in uh, my book, Soulfulness, to help everybody be able to harmonize the, uh, what they call the spiritual part and the material part of them. But I say there's no difference between what we call material and spiritual, is just one, one whole, which is the expression of spirit, the expression of the psyche. Let's look at, uh, I was looking at, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, let's look at the business, for instance, like maybe Amazon, okay? How did it come about? Okay, Facebook, how did it come, how did it come about? You know, it came about because somebody, maybe in contemplation or meditation or whatever, discover that, hey, people's lives can be made a little bit happier and easier, okay, by giving them value in a particular way, all right? So the business was designed based on that, okay? So if you go to the origin of business, we have to be able to harmonize the spiritual and the, the so-called spiritual and the so-called material part of us. That's the that only way uh, we can begin to function very well. Uh, that makes sense to me. You're, and you're right about this podcast. I've been doing this for 13 years. I was a very early adapter. And it wasn't something that I sat down and plotted and you know gave any thought to at all. It just popped into my head, literally. A lot of my really great thoughts and things that I will go act on almost immediately happen to me when I'm in the shower. You know, something will drop sure. into my head, and I'm like, ooh. So I grab my bathtub crayons. I scribble my thoughts all over the shower wall. I get out of the bathroom and grab my camera and take a picture of it, then scrub the walls down. And I've gotten some very good ideas, actionable ideas from just closing my mind, my busy mind off, and just letting the, the water take over. So that's 
and I don't meditate. I have never been able to meditate. I either start creating my Thanksgiving shopping list the day after Thanksgiving, or I fall over and drool. Meditating is not for me, but getting in the shower and letting instinct or subconscious or spirit or whoever it is speak to me, I let them talk. I let them go for it. You know, that that uh, example you just gave is so beautiful, you know, because most great um, ideas, creativity actually happen when you're in the shower. Most mm-hmm. songs are written from from the shower, you know, when you're, when you're in the bathroom. But you see, there's something that you said that resonates with me. I, I don't meditate. I don't. You know, I can't. I I, it just doesn't work. Oh, you know what I can do though, James? I have what I call okay. an open refrigerator door meditation. You know, we all wander out to the kitchen. We open that door. We stick our whole torso in there. We have no clue how we got there, what we're doing, or what we want. That for me, that's meditating. That's about as good as it gets. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds very interesting. You know, when I, when I was about, I think, 14, I tried, you know, I would sit down, and then I noticed that my mind would be jumping from, you know, like a monkey from one tree to another. Thanksgiving dinner. I have written that in every time I try to meditate. I'm like, okay, I need a turkey. Oh, I need you. I just had Thanksgiving a month ago. What the heck? So I don't meditate anymore. It doesn't work. Not for me. So, so I, I, I'm not, uh, for those who love to meditate, I'm not saying, please, I'm not saying you shouldn't. But no, it's not for everybody. For me, I, uh, I, I don't meditate. And I've discovered that I don't need to. I don't need to. You know, with the, with the techniques that I, I discovered and some that I created, some I learned from other people, over time, in the past 50 years, I've discovered that I don't need to meditate and I will get good results from, from just doing these techniques. You know? And these techniques can be done while I'm driving or while I'm sitting at the dinner table or when I'm taking a walk in the park. You know? so, and it's very, very effective. Um, I'll give an, I will give uh, an idea of it. Okay. The, the most when, when we say the human being, you know, I want to go a little bit back to the human, you know, you have the, the, what they call the spirit and what they call the body, okay? I'm saying they call because uh, for, to me, I don't see any difference, you know. Every, all of life is, the, is one continuum for me, okay, but to people, they believe, oh, this is the material part of me, this is the spiritual part of me. Okay, so when they say the spiritual part, there is something called uh, love energy, okay? The love energy is what sustains us. It sustains us. Some people call that uh, the Holy Spirit energy. Uh, If you are from India, they are likely to call it the Ek, E-K, um, some people call it the creative fiat. Some people call it uh, uh, the higher power and, and the rest and the rest. Some people call God. They say God. Okay. Now, the, that energy that really sustains us, that gives us creativity, like the one you have when you're in the shower, that gives us um, uh, inspiration, comes, flows into us from the top of our head. Okay. That space, the middle of the top of the head, that is where this energy flows into the body, into the brain, and down throughout uh, in, into us, both into the emotional, the mental, and the physical parts of us. Now, the, the, the techniques you need and everything we've been trying to do is to be able to make sure that that flow is unrestricted Okay, this love energy is unrestricted. This creative power keeps flowing into us. And anyone who is, uh, those who are listening to us right now, maybe they're in the office, maybe they're home, maybe they're thinking of their business, maybe they're thinking of uh, managing money, maybe they are thinking of 
a survivor or whatever it is, all that you need comes in from the top of the head. Okay, that love energy, that that psyche energy comes from the top of the head. So some people pray to make sure they keep that door open. Some people fast, okay? Some people meditate. I find it difficult to do any of this, okay, just like you. But for me, these, these simple techniques that I, that, I, that I have, and like I said, if there is time, I will share one of them uh, uh, before we go, helps me to open that door. And then this love, crazy power keeps flowing in. And when it does, you see that, like what you said, you said it just drops into your mind, okay? Because that creative idea or concept is out of the mind, is beyond the mind, okay? But then it's coming from the higher source known as psyche or soul. And it flows into the brain. And because you're in the shower, okay, you're, you're, the water flowing, the sound of the water, and also the feel of the water takes your mind away from stressful things, and then you're able to concentrate. And then that intuition uh, or instinct or creativity flows into you, and you are able to take action on it. And that is very important for all of us and everything we do. Unfortunately, most people are not attentive, you know, because the most important thing we need to do is place attention. Not sitting, uh, some people need to sit down and be immobile, okay, for a long time to be able to place attention. But some of us don't need to, okay? We could place attention while we're driving. We could place attention when we're having a meal or having uh, a bath, okay, or in the shower, okay? We could place our attention. Attention on what? Attention on everything that's going to uplift us. Maybe everything that's going to help our business, everything that's going to help our well-being, total well-being, every, everything that's going to help our relationship, you know, everything that's going to help even how much money we make. Okay, so once our focus is on that, you see that the psyche or soul or spirit starts walking directly with us. Let me take a talk. You're talking a lot about creativity, and, and I have to tell you, I'm kind of embarrassed to even admit, that, admit this, but for the longest kind of time, I didn't consider myself to be a creative at all. I mean, I know colors. My house is, oh, people say, oh, my God, who did your house? Well, I did. Who did your yard? I did. I don't mow it, but, you know, I created it all. Even with all of that, I was never, I never considered myself a creative. It just didn't even occur. And then all of a sudden, I decided to stop being a jeweler. You know, I was very good with stones. I could set anything. I was a bench jeweler, owned a small jewelry store. And I just got worn out. I really did. And it was about the time we were having a big depression and nobody was buying Rolexes or Piaget. So I shut it down and wound up going for a computer science degree, which is when I found out I'm intensely creative. Who knew? Mm. I have a scientific brain. Who knew? So my point for telling you that is not to pat myself on the head, although I just did kind of. Pay attention to what you're really thinking and what is dropping. And I agree with you, it does drop into the top of your head. And I hate to keep belaboring this poor shower, but when I'm in there, I can there are three different things that I noticed. If something really creative or inspirational or from my psyche is coming in, it does come in the top of my head. But, you know, James, we all have these internal dialogues, always, always, unless mm-hmm. you're in the refrigerator, then you you got nothing. But <laughs> it's just blank. <laughs> but it's a mini nap as far as I'm concerned. But what will happen when I'm in there, I'll, I'll hear myself, internal dialogue saying, okay, I'm going to do this. That's ego, pure and simple. I have learned to ignore, I'm going to. But when I hear we're thinking about this, then I'm, I'm oh, where'd that come from? Yeah. That, that didn't come from me. So you have to kind of learn to hear those 
to sound like a total yeah. idiot here, but you, oh, yeah. you need to discern what those voices in your head really are, what they're telling you, and what their their points are. Yeah, it's, that, that that is that's brilliant. That's beautiful because, uh, like you said, all of us uh, actually we have this experience, but only very few people are conscious of it. Okay, only very few people listen. Okay, because most times we're just busy talking, and then we we rarely listen. And when I say talking, it's like uh, it could be talking in the mind. Okay, busy, and most times we're focused on negative things. Negative, that's exactly right. I have often said, James, if anybody, anybody, whether I was standing in the parking lot of a Walmart or a family member ever spoke to me in the terms that I speak to myself, I would bloody their nose and probably go to jail. We can get really (laughs) ugly with ourselves. I'd be looking for bail money. (laughs) Seriously. That's a, oh boy, that's that's dramatic. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, and I have to be careful how I speak to myself, and I'll catch myself going, yeah, yeah. you know, something, you know, yeah. fairly nasty, and then I'll turn, I'll put my, I do my Wonder Woman pose. I will stand up, I will put my hands on my hips, and say, Oh no, you didn't, and then off we go. <laughs> you have to stop the ugly and go with the good. Is my point? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because um, like I, I was telling some people, I said, okay, uh, let's look at one example. Some people say, um, I don't have somebody to love, okay? Or I don't you have, have someone yourself? to love. You. Okay? Oh, and again, you I'm, have yourself. Done, oh, yeah, that's where it's at. <laughs> you know? And I, and I asked them, I said, okay, what really are you looking for? Okay. Because you're focused on the things you don't want rather than focusing on that which you want. Because something we need to realize is this, you know, and and I keep letting people know that. We are not alone in this universe, okay? The universe itself is a conscious um, being, let's put it that way, or spirit, okay? So we're in constant communication with the universe. Some people will say with God or with spirit or whatever. We're constant communication and everything we have and everything we wish to have is going to come from that source. Okay, so the issue is this. If you have the opportunity, let's say we have the opportunity to to meet the, the, uh, the CEO are the company we work for, okay? And we're going to spend like 10 minutes with the CEO or five minutes. What would we rather be talking about? Are we going to be talking about, oh, well, all the people that have been pissing us off, or we're going to talk about how to make progress, you know? Maybe we're going to talk about uh, the likelihood of a promotion, okay, or talk about how to do the project that we're working on, do them better, you know, rather than be talking about the irrelevant things or things that were not going to even make the CEO very happy. Okay, so when we are thinking or we are communing within ourselves with what I call spirit or the universe, we have to be very, very careful, just like you've, you've, you've uh, expressed. We have to be very careful because anything we place our attention on is going to come to us, okay? It may come while we are physically awake, or it may come to us on the emotional realm, or it may come in the dream state, okay? And we start having nightmares and all of that. But anything, any action we take has an opposite and equal reaction. So we need to be very, very careful. So when we are applying ourselves, trying to operate optimally, that is something that's very important, okay? We need to attract to ourselves the right kind of energy, the right kind of thoughts, the right kinds of emotions, and the right kind of image or imaging 
you know, which comes from the imagination. What kind of picture do we walk with? Okay, we're going to the office. How do we picture the office? Is it a place where people are, are criminals or where people support people? Where you work together in harmony with your colleagues, where you are in good in the good books of the customer, or where everything goes to uh, what's it called? That goes to in shambles. Okay, it's up to you what you picture, and anything you picture will come to you. So we need to be very very cautious of that. That's a very very powerful technique you know, for attracting the good goodness in life to ourselves in whatever situation we find. Right. And plotting your path. You're going to think I'm a lunatic here. Sometimes I think I'm a lunatic, but in a fun way. I'm a fun person. <laughs> but when I get in my car, I'm, you know, I rarely leave my home. I don't have to. I created a life for the perfect intro, um, introvert life where I really don't need to go anywhere if I don't want to. And most of the times I don't want to. My groceries are delivered. I bought my car online. I bought my house online, you know, right after Hurricane wow. Katrina. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm dead serious about, you know, being in, in my office and just creating like an insane person. But the thing is... When I do get in my car, I will literally, before I even put the key in it, and this works, y'all. I've been doing it for years. I'm not making this up. I will plot my path, and I'm speaking to a higher source. I know it's not me. In fact, I have a little, in, you know, my invisible friend, I call him Jeeves, and he rides with me. I'll say, okay, Jeeves, this is where I'm going. I'm asking for my car to keep running properly, my tires to stay inflated. I mean, it's a really nice car, but stuff happens. I don't want to be stuck on the road. It bothers me. So, And I'll say, mm -hmm. okay, and I, my intention is to get to point A, point B with, you know, perfect. I will get there perfectly. I will find the perfect parking space. I will not cause any damage to any other drivers. They will not cause any damage to me and I would like to be invisible to the local constabulary because they like to steal our money with tickets <laughs> so, and I always I always have this little mantra that I put out there and guess what happens my my tires stay inflated my car runs beautifully I don't have any trouble with other drivers I always get to park where I want to park and I get home safely and I didn't get a ticket how happy am I wow. but I plot that and I ask for that <laughs> And I do it every, I've been doing it for years, seriously, and it works. So you can do that with just about anybody, anything. Anything. Brilliant. Brilliant. You know, there's a lot to learn from you, Denise. You know, and so well, I think your listeners. Well, goes with me. I'm not, I'm not going on my own. Jeeves goes with me. I, I, I mean, your, your listeners are blessed. You know, look, look at that technique you've just um described. It is magic, okay? In in those days, there's what it was called alchemy, okay? Oh, trying right. to, they, yeah. They, yeah, the alchemist yeah. was trying to spawn um, this iron or stone into gold, okay? But then it's more like a metaphor, okay? How you can work with every situation and you turn it into gold, Gold in this case means success, it means happiness, it means love, it means joy and freedom. And that is what you did or you do with that technique of, I call it, in my book, I call it walking in spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the technique that I call it walking in spirit. In other words, in your imagination, from the point where you are, you walk in the imagination to the point where you are heading to, and also you walk back to, to the house. And you make sure that in that walk, no problem, nothing untoward, nothing that's going to give you sweats happens. And that is the life you're building for yourself. That's some religious literature that they, I think it's, uh, the Holy Bible, the Christian Bible, it says, know ye 
uh, that you, you are God or something like that. I'm just paraphrasing, you know, that we are gods, okay? We're gods because we are co-creators, okay? With the uh, absolute creator, the original creator. So we can create, and we, not that we can, we actually create our lives. But most we times, do. We not, really do. We, we're and not we can conscious make a, of it. We can make a big mess. Yes. Careful. Yes. Yeah. Because we're not conscious of it, we keep creating the negative instead of creating the positive. You know, what you, cre- you, you created in that experience, that technique, is you created the desirable, okay, situation for yourself. And that's, that's a, a very, very important technique that I, I stress it in, in, in my book, that, look, you must do this before you do anything, whether it's a relationship, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to, to go to school, whether you want to sit down to study, okay? Before you do, you need to do this technique of, Walking in spirit from the beginning to the end, point A to point B. You need to do it. Now, you leave the rest. Like they say, do your best and leave the rest. Leave the rest to the universe, to God or spirit. You know, but you need to do your best. If you don't do your best and you keep creating things that will make give trouble, give you unhappiness, then you have nobody to really blame for this. You know, so it's important to stress this, that everybody needs to do it. And the more people, you know, the more people that we have doing this technique, you see that it transforms the community, it transforms the business, it transforms the environment, it transforms the whole universe itself. So it's it's a very, very, I really applaud you. Thank you for sharing that, Denise. <laughs> I just do it. And, you know, it's the, the weirdest kind of thing because you've talked a, quite a bit about what you're thinking is kind of what happens. And I do believe that. I finally noticed that way too late. <laughs> I should have been a whole lot smarter, but I wasn't. I was too self-absorbed. And we tend as humans to be very self-absorbed for whatever reasons, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, personal. It could be a hundred different things all at once. But once you kind of walk away from being so self-absorbed and being more interested in other people, and listen, I'm not an, I am an introvert. I am a true card-carrying, highly committed introvert. I need to be alone 98% of the time. That doesn't mean I'm shy. It doesn't mean that I don't like people. It does mean, though, that I've timed this. I can only be around people for about mm, 59 and three-quarter minutes. After that, i got to go. I need to be left alone. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoy meeting people, speaking with people, learning from people. And, again, it took quite a long time. But what you've said about what you think, you know, just, just do this, y'all. All of a sudden, you'll say to yourself, oh, I've got a headache. Well, now what are you going to focus on? You've got a headache. You gave it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Go drink some water. Mm-hmm. You can fix this. Stand up. Take mm-hmm. a break. Walk outside. You can yeah. fix it. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a migraine, yeah. then go to bed. But the thing is, if you are paying attention to, oh, I've got a headache, you're going to feel like garbage for a while because you just gave your, yourself permission to be miserable. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. 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 Brilliant. I mean, thank you very much for stressing it. Um, it, it people need to be conscious of it. Um, the, the world would be a better place if everybody could create consciously and positively, you know. Right, Make and that's why I think yeah. I think this is why we're seeing so many memes that are popping up, at least in my view, everywhere about kindness and compassion and gratitude because I think the world has a sense that we've largely gotten away from that and it might be time to rediscover. Yeah, we, we, we need to because if we don't, there's something I, I tell people, the human being, like I, was, I started off saying, it's, it's, um, it, it's like a computer, okay, or a software that is designed, okay, and it, it has its rules, it has regulations, 
okay? When we flout the regulations or the rules, we're going to have problems. We're going to have headaches. We're going to have unrest in the society. We're going to have a lot of things that we do not really want, okay? But because we're flouting the rules or we're not harmonizing the, the what they call the spiritual part and the material part of us, then there's going to be a disconnect, a disharmony, okay? So, and that is where problems start. That is where diseases come. You know, in one of the things, uh, resource uh, that I also emphasize on is for people to take um, cognizance of their dreams, okay? You need to study your dreams because dreams are very, very important. Dreams are things, experiences you have when you're not awake. And some experiences you have, what they call daydream, when you are awake, but you are in more or less in spirit, okay? You have expanded your awareness or your focus beyond your physical body and your senses. Now, when you are in that state, you're likely to be open to wisdom and a lot of ideas, a lot of creativity, okay, that comes from the source of life, what they call the great spirit, you know. It comes from the source of life. And then you can make use of these resources. And if, if you look through some of the experience, my experiences, a lot of the things I did from uh, going to the bank, uh, writing my plays, um, uh, working in advertising, uh, writing ad cam campaigns, uh, you know, writing a book and the rest of it, most of it came from the dream state. Okay, so I have some techniques that consciously you can go into the dream state to learn about yourself and to see the dark areas in your life that you would like to shine more light on. So that's another resource. In, in addition to the imagination, using it creatively, also we need to focus and take a, a more cognizance of our dreams. Okay, so that's also very, very important. I dream a lot. In fact, I don't know that I have ever been able to sleep, and I'm not a big sleeper. Anybody who listens to this knows this, I catnap. I sleep maybe two or three hours at a time, and sometimes that's sufficient. Sometimes I might go back to sleep if I'm lucky and you know sleep a little bit more. But I'm dreaming the whole time, and I have actually noticed that sometimes – my dreams are so, it's almost like I've, I'm dream walking. I'll wake up just, oh, man, my back hurts because I was bending over and moving rocks. And I'll remember my dreams. Mm -hmm. I, I jot them down mm -hmm. quite a bit. But you're right. They're, they're telling you something. Mm -hmm. I've written complete novels in my dreams. Don't have an yeah. epic page. That, well, they're not, they're not written. But they were fantastic, I'll tell you. They were really, really good. I was so proud of them. They're not written down anywhere, wow. but I—they're wow. in—they're wow. in there somewhere. You, you, you know, in, in in my book, I mentioned that everybody should have a journal. Okay, in that journal, which can be a notebook, or it can be something you create a folder in your phone or your your laptop. Okay, write down uh, dream experiences that make an impression, a very strong impression on you, and date ditch them, okay? Put, put a date on it and then say, hey, just maybe a paragraph is enough, maybe three lines, uh, what you saw, what, what, how you felt when you were having the experience, uh, what are the things that you find curious about that experience. Just write it, then after like a month, go back and read these experiences. You will discover that there is a communication that's been going on between the universe and you, okay? But they, 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 they were coming in beats, okay? Like episodes in a, in a soap opera, you know, that kind of thing, where, oh, this week we see one episode, next week we see another one. But when we're able to look at all the episodes together, then it begins to make real sense to us that, oh, there is a message here there is a drama, a story going on here. So because, like I said, we're not alone, 
the universe is active, is alive. And in addition to this, uh, because we may not have much time left, there is also what the, an example you gave earlier that you're having a communication with uh, some, something or someone that you, you, you have a name I just, for. I okay. just call them my guides. I have a lot of them. Yeah. Although yeah. my fairy godmother, I think, is in rehab right about now. But other than that, I've got some great guides. Yeah, that, that, that's another thing that is, is important to everybody. You know, the, the, the Catholics, there's a Catholic church, they call them guardian angels. Um, mm-hmm. If you are from, from uh, Africa or you belong to the Yoruba religion, they call them Orisha. Okay? Uh, if you're from maybe India, you have avatars, you have sadgurus, you know, you have guides. And if you are European, they call them maybe masters, ascended masters. Okay, we have these very wise people. They may not be in the physical body. They may also have a physical body. They may be in the spirit, in the spirit realm. But everyone that's alive has someone who is a guide, okay, that helps. They are not here to control our lives. No, that's not what they do. They are ready to help us when we ask for help or when we are quiet. Like when you are in the shower, you are quiet within the mind, you are ready to listen. So they will throw a little creative idea. And when you work on it, you see that it makes your life better. You know, this, this guide also in the dream, they can help to heal us, okay, uh, spiritual healing. They can even show us the future, a possible future. Okay, which we can accept or we can reject or we can amend. Okay, so there are many resources beyond what we are used to that are available that can help all of us, that can help us do better business, perform better as a human being, real human being, not man or woman, but human, you know, this time around, where the spiritual part of us, that the psyche, is in harmony with the mind, the emotions, and the body. You know, so that makes the complete human. And I think when we begin to do that, or more people do that, this world will be a much better place for all of us to live. I agree with you. I will often, again, this is going to sound rather silly, I listen to myself sometimes and say, why did you say that? But I'm going to do it anyway. When I'm dreaming, I will actually wake myself up because I'm irritated. I don't like the dream. It's I just can't stand it. Then I might go back to sleep, and I'm back on that same darn channel. At that point, I get up, I wake myself up, I leave the dream, and I go vacuum the floor. I'm mad. I'm not sticking in there, whatever it's all about. Uh, well, I need to tell you something. You are a very, very mature soul, okay? Because the ability to dream consciously does not come easy. And then the ability to live a dream, and I go back to it, it's, it's, um, it's like the, the skill of a master, okay, uh, the real gurus, and that is what you, you, you have. Maybe you, you may not be very conscious of it, but that is what you, you display. And that is that, that powerful. That is really? beautiful. And everybody should be able to do that. Well, it's tiring. <laughs> Sometimes I will wake up just <laughs> exhausted. And then other times I wake up and go, oh, I've got to go do that right now. I mean, I and I wake up at 3.18 every morning. I don't know why I've always done it. but Well, I do know why. Because when I'm getting ready to finally, I, I know I can go to sleep. It may be 11. It may be 1 a.m. It's, it's going to be when it is. But when I can finally feel myself drifting off, and I'm not an insomniac. I just don't find sleep easy. I will turn over, you know, a question that I had that wasn't answered. You know, nobody was able to give me an answer. I wasn't even sure that it was answerable. And I will turn that over to my subconscious literally for review out loud. I say it out loud. And then I go to sleep. And at 3.18, and it doesn't matter if I went to sleep at 1.18, I've got the answer. And I'll write it down. And I've done this, geez, I think since I was a kid. I just always knew wow. to do that. Wow. Ask my subconscious how to help me. You're, you're, you're what the Europeans will call old soul. 
Yeah, you're heard an that. Because, because, because 318 is a very, very important time for you, for, for you or anybody to be able to connect with the spiritual and the physical self. Okay, so that moment, for instance, you can just, uh, while you're in bed, you can make a wish, for instance. You can, you can throw good thoughts and good feelings into the yeah. universe. That, that and, little nursery rhyme, now I lay me down to sleep. That's probably where it came from. I don't know. If I had to pick a spot where I became conscious that I was kind of in control of what I was going to be doing while I was sleeping, it was probably that nursery rhyme. It's, it's uh, beautiful. You, you, it's, you're, it's like you describe me. Every, every time you express it, you give an example, it's like you're describing me. I, I sleep very late and I don't sleep too long. You know, maximum four hours I'm done. You know, but then I focus more on being able to reconcile the higher parts, which some which I call the hue, and then the lower parts, which I call the man. You know, so so that I can have a human at all times. Earlier I mentioned that I, I don't know if I I can do that now. I can. There is a technique that I do. And I do yeah, share it with people. We've got about four minutes, so if you can do that, please oh, do. Oh, great. great. You know, so th- this is this is something you can do anytime, okay? Uh, anywhere, really. But make sure you're in a quiet place where you can uh, just focus on yourself or spirit. It's just one word, okay? H-U, which is you in a human, okay? All you need to do is sing it or repeat it to yourself. Okay, like this. Just like that. You can do it five minutes. You can do it 10 minutes. You can do it 20, 20 minutes. But when you're doing it, listen. Try to listen within you for whatever the spirit or universe is saying to you. And when you do, make sure you're not focused on problems, okay? Because there are too many problems. Yeah. (laughs) And there will always be problems. When we are all dead, there will still be problems, you know. So, But then it's not problems you need, it's solution, okay, is love, is happiness, is joy, is success, okay, creativity. Gratitude. That's what we need. So, Gratitude is so important. So, so, Without that, you're, you've really got nothing much. So when, when you uh, just, uh, like, final words on the hue, when you do it, um, like I said, you can do it anywhere. Maybe you wake up like 3, 18, or you wake up in the morning, Okay, or before you sleep, okay, you, it's good to do it. Or you're taking a walk in the park, you can just repeat this silently, quietly to yourself. It's going to help to reconcile or to harmonize the spirit or spiritual part of you and the mind, emotions, and body part of you. Like I mentioned at the beginning, the ways of creativity, of love, of power, of freedom, comes into us from the top of the head, okay? And when we are able to, like, sing or chant this word of the hue, of the human, we discover that we are able to reconcile or be in tune with our higher ways that come into us. I, I think uh, you should give it a try, and uh, you see that you will really feel good when you do so. Listen, I agree with you. James, where can people find you? We've got about 50 seconds, so tell people very quickly where they can find you. Uh, yes, my website is um, tosinkingjames.com. That's T-O-S-I-N-K-I-N-G-J-A-M-E-S.com. Um, you, people can also reach me uh, on all social media using the same name at so thinking, James, uh, you can DM me, you can send me an email, 
I'm always here for all of us. We're here together. Uh, nobody's here alone. That's very important. James, thank you so much. It's it's really been wonderful and actually rather fascinating speaking with you today, and I thank you for spending time with us. And before we say goodbye, I would like to remind our audience to be sure to look for us in iTunes and really anywhere else you consume your business podcasts. Honestly, you can't throw a stick on the Internet without hitting your partner in Success Radio. We are everywhere. So just look for us and take us along on your success journey. James, again, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Denise. It's been a pleasure talking with an old soul <laughs> like you. <laughs> I have heard that all of my life. It's, I'm, thank I you, believe thank it. You, thank you. Thank much. you. Thank you. Get your voice heard. If you would like to launch your own far-reaching podcast, contact Denise Griffiths at yourofficeontheweb.com and go to the podcast tab.